the Blocko Show, week four, number three, Ohio State versus Wisconsin for the blackout game. The SGSR crew is here. We'll be calling the game this Saturday in the shoe. That's Cole Emplett. I'm Matt Goldman, Caleb Spinner, and Tyler Damberg here today to talk some Buckeyes versus Badgers. Gentlemen, this is going to be a good game this week. Caleb, the blackout, it's going to be rocking. Oh, these were these are some of my favorite uniforms in all of history. Now, you have to go back a few years to the Braxton Miller era with those red and gray uniforms. If they would have brought those back, I think Columbus would have lost it collectively. But you can't argue with the black. In the night game, in the atmosphere, it's going to be incredible. And this is a great game for Ohio State, a big test, because yes, they had Notre Dame in week one, but this is now the start of conference play. Tyler, opening up conference play at home, how does Ohio State build some confidence against this Wisconsin team. Their offense, I think it starts with them. They go after a Wisconsin defense led by defensive coordinator Jim Leonard. Attacking the secondary is going to be critical. Wisconsin, what they do well, their defense. Statistically, they have had under Jim Leonard one of the top defenses in the entire country when Leonard has been there. Getting after them and getting after them early is going to be a key. Cole. Our show, we have a sponsor, Barrio Tacos, just opened up on High Street. There was lines outside. Barrio Tacos is now open in the heart of Ohio State campus, 15th and high. It's serving tacos and margs late at night each night and has incredible happy hour deals for margs and dollar-off tacos from 3 to 6 p.m. Don't forget Barrio Taco also accepts Buckeye ID and offering to-go on DoorDash starting this Monday. You can also catch Barrio Tacos inside the shoe during game days at Section 10A and at their food truck Monday to Fridays parked outside the RPAC. Cole, with Barrio Tacos into Big Ten play, let's just talk about th this combination is lethal. It is a uh, very dangerous combination. If you're looking at a game day, what should I get before? You definitely got to go to the bar, right? I think it's the perfect game day meal for a Big Ten home opener. So wrapping up, Ohio State stays at three in the country. Alabama's at number two, Georgia at number one, and then Michigan at number four. So another Big Ten foe that Ohio State fans will be keeping their eyes on. When you look at the top four right now, what are your just general thoughts on all those teams? I mean, I definitely think the top four stands right now. I think that's the correct order. I do think Georgia has separated themselves from the pack as one of the best teams in the country, followed by Alabama, followed by Ohio State. And I think it's going to be that way for a while until we get more deeper into that conference play to see how these teams really operate against some more quality opponents. And to wrap up what happened last week, let's start with the opponent, the Wisconsin Badgers. They beat New Mexico State. 66-7, to they're 2-1 the year. They lost to Washington State earlier this year, 17-14 on September 10th. Last week, Graham Mertz, the quarterback for Wisconsin, 251 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Graham Mertz has been solid this year. I wouldn't say he's been amazing, Caleb. After last year, 18 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. That's not a great ratio. From what you saw from Graham Mertz these last couple weeks, and especially last week, what have you seen from him that can give trouble for Ohio State? Yeah, last season he was on the right side of 500, which of course is always a positive, but not uh, not as far over that line as he wanted to be. He's been dancing this year with greatness, uh, putting up the numbers that a, a starting quarterback should. Similar to C.J. Stroud, not necessarily in the amount of touchdowns, but at least getting into that 200-yard mark in most games. Wisconsin as a whole has been playing great in terms of how much offense they're putting up. But come on, like this is Ohio State. This is going to be... Just as much a test for Wisconsin as it is for Ohio State. Coming into your first Big Ten opponent, Graham Mertz is going to have to play his heart out, especially against an Ohio State defense. The secondary is looking for revenge. 
the linebackers, Tommy Eichenberg is fired up. Jack Sawyer's fired up. That front line is unstoppable. This is going to be where Wisconsin has to get the ball moving and really show that they deserve to be that contender in the Big Ten West that everybody thinks they are. But Wisconsin, this is a totally different team than when Ohio State played them last a couple years back because instead of that smash-mouth, run-the-ball type of offense, they're still going to do that. Don't get me wrong with Braylon Allen, but they come in this year. Paul Chris brings in Bobby Ingram from the NFL to be the offensive coordinator. And with that comes more of a balanced attack. You see it in the first three games for Wisconsin. They've actually passed more than they've ran, and they've provided over 1,400 yards of total offense already, which is a big contrast compared to last year. So not only is Mertz poised for a bigger season so far, but he's got the balanced attack to prove it as well. And Tyler, you mentioned that balanced attack. Sticking with that, against New Mexico State last week, Wisconsin, three rushers over 70 yards, led by Braylon Allen, 86 yards, three touchdowns. He's one of the best running backs in the country. He moved over from the secondary over to running back for Wisconsin. Just talk about what Braylon Allen, the rest of this rushing attack, can bring for Wisconsin and possibly hurt the Buckeyes on the defensive side. Well, first off, Braylon Allen is 18 years old. He was running through Big Ten defenses last year as a true freshman at 17. And boy, in this matchup, are we going to have a good battle of true sophomores in Travion Henderson and Braylon Allen. But what he does is that he can just run so physically, and he runs one-directional, so he's never tackled backwards. He's always churning forwards. He's a nightmare when it comes to a really good front line in Ohio State. Expect a really good battle to be one at the line of scrimmage. And to add some quantitative numbers to this, I'm sure you guys have all heard of a guy named Travion Henderson, right? We all know how dominant he is for Ohio State. Braylon, Edward, Braylon Allen rather is 21 pounds heavier than Trayvon Henderson is. He is a tank behind the line, and I was talking to Tommy Eichenberg on Wednesday night at media availability, and then I looked up their weights. He's only four pounds lighter than Tommy Eichenberg. So you've got a guy who can hit the hole at almost linebacker weight. That's a tank for Wisconsin. He's going to have to be great in between the tackles, the guards, and all those front-line gaps. It could be trouble in paradise for Jim Knowles in that defense, and on the Wisconsin side defensively, Cole, they've only let up 24 points combined in their first three games of the season. And for an Ohio State offense that's known for their scoring, this could be trouble for them as well. So just talk about what sticks out to you on the defensive side for the Badgers, led by defensive coordinator Jim Leonard, who's been one of the most consistent defensive coordinators in the country, leading another top 10 defense. Yeah, like you said, uh, Wisconsin's one of the best in the country, 11th nationally so far in defense and allowing yards this year. And this is no surprise last year. They were fourth best in the stopping the run. And it's going to be interesting to see how they really combo that Ohio State attack. Like we talked about, Wisconsin has a really balanced offense now with the passing with Graham Mertz. But Ohio State also has that phenomenal passing game as well. We saw last week 11 touchdowns, five from C.J. Stroud alone thrown through the air. But this Wisconsin defense is really tough, and they're really gritty. And I think, like Luke Whipler said on Wednesday, it's going to be a back-and-forth gritty game. It's going to be who can run the ball effectively and who can get the stop on the defensive end. On the other side, Ohio State, they just beat Toledo last weekend 77-21. to That's the most points in a Ryan Day team since 2018 against Oregon State. Cole, with this offense just firing on all cylinders right now, they're number one in the country in total offense with 565 yards per game. That's unbelievable. On Ohio State, yes, C.J. Stroud sticks out to you. Who 
else sticks out to you on this offense? Because C.J. Stroud's leading the country right now in completion percentage and in touchdown passes. I mean, to be completely honest, you you can't mention one specific wide receiver, so I think I have to go with the whole wide receiver room. Uh, Tyler and I talked about last week the addition of Julian Fleming and Jack Smith and Jigbo Bagchat Lamb creates very mishaps for whether it's Marvin Harrison or Emeka Buka. You never know who's going to be able to attack you on a given night. Having four of them out there, Wisconsin's going to have their hands full saying, hey, who do we really need to hone in on as you can really have a big game from any of those four? Tyler, C.J. Stroud, the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week, 367 yards last week, five touchdowns. I just mentioned he leads the nation in passing touchdowns. He is not an easy player to defend. And Cade Stover said on Wednesday night where Caleb and I were talking to the players, he has the most touch he's ever seen as for an Ohio State player. He said he is better than Chase Young, Justin Fields. Even though Chase Young is a different position, he thinks he's the best player to ever walk through the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. I think when it's all said and done, there's definitely a chance that Cade Stover, who's also had a pretty good start for the season, he could be right. And you mentioned that touch that C.J. Stroud has. I think one great example from that Toledo game, the touchdown pass he threw the first one to Julian Fleming. He had that design rollout to the right. He had pressure on his left, and then he throws it to the back right corner of the end zone looking for Marvin Harrison Jr., but then Julian Fleming was right there as well, and he was able to snag it, and he was almost playing the cutoff man. He was the man in the middle between Stroud the passer and the intended target, Marvin Harrison Jr. Now, the fact that Julian Fleming grabbed it, not only is is it a testament to his abilities as a receiver, but also a credit to C.J. Stroud and the vision he has and how he's able to throw a ball into a tight window like that. And the schematics behind the offense that Ryan Day and Kevin Wilson run together is something that a lot of defenses have had a lot of trouble with in the past, which is why Ohio State leads the nation in total offense. Tyler, how can a team, or especially with Jim Leonard in this defense, that's found ways to stop offenses and limit them to only 24 points, what can they do to stop? You just mentioned C.J. Stroud. The, the different formations and schemes that Ohio State can put together? I think it's going to start with the Wisconsin linebackers because they've got another great linebacker core anchored by Nick Herbig. And he's a guy that can really do a lot for being a linebacker because this is a great lineage of Wisconsin linebackers. But Herbig might be one of the best guys. If you look at what he's able to do, he's a great pass rusher in addition to dropping back in coverage. Four sacks already for a combined loss of 40 yards. That's the most in the entire country. Look for Herbig and the linebackers to try and stop the pass, stop the run, and play that two-dimensional defense. And a player that we haven't even mentioned yet, Marvin Harrison Jr. for Ohio State, Caleb. He's tied second nationally with five touchdowns so far and sixth in the nation, 342 yards. I don't think in the beginning of the year we thought we would be talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. as the receiver that's sticking out in this group, especially with Jackson Smith and Jigba on the team. So what have you seen from Harrison Jr. so far that has elevated him to be the number one guy in this team at the moment? Well, it's the same thing you've seen in a lot of the young wide receivers, whether you're talking about Xavier Johnson, Emeka Ibuka. They've both made their names known through not only the coaching staff, but also the Ohio State fan base. It almost feels like this year starting wide receiver or starting running back is just a ceremonial title because we see all this depth come in week after week after week. It's not like there's a solid starter that's taking up most of the time. And that's something you see with Marvin Har- with Marvin Harrison is we came in knowing that Julian Fleming, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. These are C.J. Stroud's favorite targets. These are the best guys in terms of depth-wise on the team. They're going to get the most of the reps. 
And then Ryan Day and Coach Wilson go, psych, here's all these young guys who you didn't expect to see come in against Notre Dame, big caliber opponent, and then blow them up, blow the numbers off the rails in Arkansas State and, and Toledo. And here they are. And it's this massive showcase of talent. So Marvin Harrison certainly contributes to that. He's the leader of these so-called reserves, but he's playing like a starter, and it's incredible. Ohio State's defensively, Caleb, Jim Knowles said in the press conference this week that he wasn't too pleased with the way his defense performed, giving up 21 points at Toledo, and now they're going up against a more talented offense than Toledo, no disrespect to the Rockets. For Ohio State in their defense this week, we, we saw that there was a lot of pressure from the defensive line. It, it kind of felt like the linebackers did not get the taste that they wanted, and how are they able to achieve success this week, especially against one of the best rushing attacks in the country? Well, I'll, I'll give him some credit here, and I know Ohio State likes to boast that there's you know, not really a, a loss of talent between the years. You know, the, the seniors and the starters, they may have had the most experience, but there's not a talent drop gap. They did not have their two best safeties in playing in that game against Toledo. So give credit where it's due. These were two guys who had not seen action almost all season coming in and taking on Daquan Finn, who was incredible at, at quarterback underneath center for the Rockets. But this is, it's almost like every week we see a different battle, right? We see the front line succeed and the secondary fail in certain instances, and then maybe the next week it's flipped. It seems like there has not been a game this season where all three parts, the middle, the secondary, I'm, I'm counting the secondary as the safeties and corners, the middle being the linebackers, and the front being the tackles and the guards, there has not been a game in my eyes where all three have been on top of their game at the same time. I think you look to Wisconsin having to be that game, because all week you've been talking about, hey, Notre Dame's one thing, Toledo and Arkansas State, yeah, we expected to win those, but Wisconsin is going to come in and they're going to pound the ball right down our throat. And we have to have everybody in coordination, in sync, regardless if you're a starter, regardless if you come in for somebody who's injured, for somebody who's not playing this week, for whatever reason, everybody has to be clicking. So it's going to be chemistry out of necessity this week. Colin, or for everyone to be clicking, schematically, what does Ohio State need to do defensively to in order to limit uh, Wisconsin's rushing attack. I mean, you definitely have to look at your linebackers and how about they get involved a little more. It's easy, like we said, Jim Knowles mentioned it clearly. He said he did not prep the team well enough for a very mobile quarterback in Daquan Finn, which we talked about was phenomenal. Phenomenal his time during Ohio State. But now with Graham Mertz, you know he's not going to be very moving around the pocket if he goes past. So if you do decide, hey, we're going to send some guys, there'll be that extra pressure there knowing, okay, they're going to hand the ball off. Mertz is not going to be going anywhere outside that pocket. Graham Mertz is more Ben Roethlisberger and less Lamar Jackson, if you want an NFL comparison. AFC North, nonetheless. AFC big, North comparison. The big yeah. Thursday could, night matchup. If, if you wanted to go outside the division, you could pop in Tom Brady instead of Roethlisberger. Maybe Eli Manning, if we're also thinking in that, that okay, way. Giant, okay, Giants. Giants. I have to get my Giants Keep your jersey in. out of this episode. We're stop it. 2-0 with the Giants. So that brings what? As to our matchup, the game, Wisconsin, number three, Ohio State, will square off this Saturday night, 7.30 on ABC and on SGSR TV or SGSR.com to listen to us on the radio for the blackout game. Ohio State leads the all-time series 61-18-5 to in their 31-7-3 at home. Tyler, the domination from Ohio State is has been shown since 2004 as Wisconsin has not been Ohio State in Columbus since 2004. Were you, being, were you even alive for that? I would have been one. <laughs> and, and, and if we're going to keep on playing those connection games, who was on that Wisconsin team who led the defense? Safety Jim Leonard. So they're not, another 
fun little tidbit. But you know what? You're right. Domination from Ohio State in the all-time series. Also domination in the Big Ten. If you took a look at the game notes and you saw Ohio State by the numbers from the Big Ten, uh, a credit to the Sports Information Department at Ohio State, they have been by far the winningest program in the Big Ten. And, and if you look at since 2014, they have the best conference win percentage among all the Power Five conferences. And Caleb, seven, 70 and 28 all-time in night games for Ohio State, 25 specifically at the shoe. The crowd's going to be rocking Saturday night. We saw it at Notre Dame. But now a blackout and with a theme, I think people are more entailed to make that steam as loud as possible. Well, you saw it in the Scarlet game against Penn State last year. What happens when you make the stadium an entire color and you get fans even something more to get into? Of course, it's Ohio State football. They could be playing Alabama or the Little Sisters of the Poor and Ohio Stadium would show up and show out. All the fans would get in on it. They'd be rowdy. They'd be how we expect them to be. But this is going to be something else because you have the blackout game. You have the return of, I would say, fan favorite uniforms that people haven't seen in a while since the pre-pandemic era, if you can remember that, back when we didn't even know about COVID-19. So this has been a long time coming. I personally love the black uniforms. They're my favorite in the history of Ohio State football. And I know I share that, I share that opinion with about 90% of campus. So you're going to see a lot more energy than I think you did in Notre Dame. I think you're going to see a sold-out game. We've seen over, like triple digit, six digits in terms of attendance all year. I think you're going to see filled to capacity this weekend. Eight consecutive wins for the Buckeyes. The last time these two teams played, they played twice in 2019. First, Ohio State won 38-7. J.K. Dobbins ran down the throats of the Wisconsin Badgers. And then the Big Ten Championship, they rematched that same year. Ohio State down 21-0 at halftime. 34 unanswered points by the Buckeyes to end up being Big Ten champions. So Ohio State has had Wisconsin's number to them all these years. What does Ohio State need to do to start off strong against the Badgers right away in the first quarter? Like I said, I think you know what you're going to get out of Ohio State's offense in terms of throwing through the air, but it's just how you establish a run. How can you get Travion involved? How you can get mine involved? And to see really how you can go against this tough, gritty defense that Wisconsin says they are. They are known for their run defense. How can you really go on and show, like, hey, we're going to run it down your throats like we talked about, like we've done before, and just see really how they do against that Wisconsin squad? Mine Williams said, this is tough on tough right here. That's it. Is two tough, gritty teams. Cole just said that. So, guys, I'm curious. What are your biggest storylines from both sides going into this game? We'll start with you, Tyler. My biggest storyline, we talked about the running backs before. I'll go a little bit further. The two running back tandems. These are two of the best backfield duos in the country in Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams for Ohio State. And then you've got Chesma Lucy and Braylon Allen for Wisconsin. How those two backfield tandems shape out in the run game and even in the passing attack as well. That's going to be something I've got my eyes on. And that running back duo is part of why everybody has has Wisconsin rather uh, playing Ohio State. Those two as the big favorites to make it to Indy for the Big Ten Championship this year. I personally have P.J. Flex squad in, in Minnesota making it to the West, but you didn't ask that. You asked where my eyes are. My eyes are on, row the boat, of course, the reference there. Uh, my eyes are on the linebackers. You know, it, of course, up front has been solid for Ohio State. You look at Mike Hall. He's been incredible. You look at the rest of that defensive line, and they're incredible. Mike Hall just stuck out in my head. The linebackers are going to have to play safe. You know, occasionally they'll blitz. That's going to be their job. 
to contain. If Braylon Allen is able to get through that front four, I don't know how he would, but if somehow he's able to, it's going to be their job to contain. If he gets out in the open field, no no offense to them, but I don't know if I trust the safeties to get there just because how good of a player he is, especially when there's no one around him. So I'm looking to the linebackers to threaten Graham Mertz, of course, shake him up in the pocket, but also play that contain and be that safety blanket if Allen breaks through that opening line. Caleb, and I'll follow up with that as well. We need to see a big game from the defense, who's been great so far in the first three games. They're top 25 nationally, and they've done a great job. Their identity last season is like, we're going to score as many points as possible. Let's have our defense keep up with us. It's a little more balanced this year, saying, okay, we're still going to put up those points, but how is our defense going to respond? And I've liked it last or last week. They got their first turnover, and I think they're going to keep it going against Wisconsin. My, my biggest storyline, I'm going to stick with the defense for Ohio State, is the defensive ends, can they put pressure on Graham Mertz with such a solid offensive line that Wisconsin has? We really haven't seen the Chase Young or the Nick Boza guy come through for Ohio State in these last two years. I'm interested to see, will that be JT Tumalala? Will it be Jack Sawyer? Will that finally be Zach Harrison that Buckeye fans have been dying for these last three years? It, it's something that Ohio State needs to show, and on national stage, if they can do that, that will elevate the defense, and that will get Ohio State the W. And touching, touching really quick, Cole, this popped into my mind. Our men's glee club director, he has this saying that I'll modify for our cases here. The Ohio State defense may not be great, but they're good enough to get a little better. I like that. That's a good saying. So that's what they are. And they already have proven that they are great because you look at where they stand in the country. They're one of the best, especially when you look at their abilities to stop the run. That's been crucial, but... You're right. They've got the chance to get better. And I think one guy that you talked about the defensive ends, what about Javante Jean-Baptiste? He's another guy that is prone for a breakout game after he had that two-sack affair against the Toledo Rockets. So the Buckeyes, they're 18.5-point favorites at this moment. The over-under is at 57. Let's go around with our score predictions. We'll start with you, Tyler. What do you think will happen Saturday night, 730? I think Ohio State pulls away in the second half. I have them with a 31-17 victory over the Badgers. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at Matt's prediction here on the outline. I just heard Tyler say points in the 30s. You two must have been watching last week's game with blindfolds on. I, I see 77 points. I expect this to run it up, or 70 points, rather. I, I expect this to, to be run up on Wisconsin. I'm going to go... I got. I want. I want to try to play it safe. I don't want to be too outlandish. I'm going to go 55-17. Ohio State takes the win, dominant fashion. Majority of those 17 points are scored when Ohio State puts in the reserves on defense. But I think you see Ohio State's offense not cool down from where they were at the end of the Toledo game. So so far, Tyler does not have them covering, and you do. Have I have them Ohio covering State by quite covering a bit. Yeah. By quite a bit. Yeah. Cole, are you going to break the ice on this one? Listen, I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere. Like we talked about the unis, they're 3-0 and in those black uniforms ever since they first started them. But even so, I think their offense is still going to pull through. I think they're going to put up 42. But I think the Wisconsin offense is going to power through as well just a little bit. I think they're still holding them up. I think it's going to be 42-24. to So, 42-24. It's a 24-point difference. Covering. Thank you. Just making sure. Cut, I'm take cut a math to the, course cut to in a the while. Zach Galifianakis meme with the with the <laughs> numbers going around. So Tyler and I were in the same ballpark. I have 35-17 Ohio State. Reasons why I believe Jim Leonard is going to craft up some schematics that Ohio State's not seen yet when it comes to defense. He said, I, I was reading the quotes today. He said in practice what Braylon Allen told the team, this is no other game. This is 
the game to focus on. They are going to make sure their guys are hungry. However, Wisconsin only returns three starters on defense from last year. That's not a lot of players to return in a Jim Leonard defense. You're teaching a lot of guys the new system starting against the top offense in the country. I only say 35 for Ohio State is because I believe a slow start is heading for Ohio State. Because it, it seems as if Ohio State doesn't really get the best start sometimes. So I think it's going the, the pressure is going to be on national TV blackout. I think it's going to get to Ohio State just a bit, but the Buckeyes do pull away. Yes, I have them winning by 18, so they do not cover. So it looks like we're both 2-2. Two to two. Well, file Braylon, Braylon Allen's comments under the sky is blue and pizza is a great tasting food. These are obvious statements that you know he's going to say. What, what is he going to walk into there? All right, guys, it's Ohio State. Let's go out there. Let's look good, but let's ultimately lose. Like, of course he's going to be encouraging about it, but it's just like what we talk about when we look back at that Seahawks-New England Patriots Super Bowl. Why wouldn't you run the why wouldn't you run the ball with Marshawn Lynch? Well, it's because they know it's coming. Yeah, they know it's coming, but can you stop it? Wisconsin. Yeah, you're going to be good, but are you capable of beating Ohio State? I don't think they're at that level of making it that competitive, but I'll let you two be wrong. We'll talk about it next week. I'll be able to I'll save my trash talking until then, and I'm fully prepared to eat my words if I'm wrong as well. The Buckeyes are first in the country in the red zone rating this year, so you know that I I like to think that they they get it done. I don't know if they get it done the way you, that you believe they think they will, just because of the fact this Wisconsin defense is known to be one of the best in the country. Only one way we'll see? Guess we'll see. 7.30, that's Cole, I'm Matt, Caleb, Tyler, 7.30 at the shoe, Saturday night, number three Ohio State, and the Wisconsin Badgers, and we'll see you next time on the Blanco.